Episode 8 of the Project Me podcast. Hi, I'm Kelly Pietrangeli of MyProjectMe.com, and I'm on a mission to help women to step out of autopilot and into higher levels of conscious living. It's time to stop sleepwalking through life and to wake up to all of the magic that exists beyond your endless to-do list. In each episode, I share a story from my own personal journey, and we end with a turnaround an opportunity for you to reflect and apply any insights to your own life. This episode is sponsored by The High Vibe Journey, my four-week program that teaches you how to raise your vibes so you can be a force of good in your home, your community, and the world. You will not be following a formula because the truth is there isn't one. You will discover what raises your vibes for you. The better you feel on a daily basis, the more positive energy you'll have for your relationships, your family, work, and making the world a better place. Women who've done the high vibe journey are calling it transformational. Louisa said, before the high vibe journey, I was struggling to juggle work, family, and everything else. Now, tons more bliss, ease, and joy, even in the midst of a very busy work period. I move much more quickly from a negative mindset to a positive one. This course has taught me that you're never too busy to make time for joy, and when you do, everything falls into place so much more smoothly. I'm running the High Vibe Journey one last time in 2020, and it begins on November 2nd. Space is limited to 20, and those who sign up before October 26 get a very special bonus, six months of free Project We membership. Get all of the details at myprojectme.com in the courses and workshop section. Hi there and welcome back. There's been a very long gap between episodes as I was getting my younger son off to Manchester University where he caught COVID within one week. Thankfully a mild case and he's absolutely fine now. At the same time, I was creating my next level program for the women who've done my High Vibe Journey program and wanted to go even higher They are in the final week of that right now, and we are all on a high, and I love how no matter what's going on in our outer worlds, we are finding peace within. If you've been following each episode of this podcast in chronological order, we got up to the point last time where I created my project me and began to get my crazy outer world into a sense of balance. Now, in this episode, the key to my inner world unlocks for me. Here we go into episode eight. It was spring 2006, and I was having a quick flick through the London Evening Standard newspaper when a story caught my attention. It was a review for a new book that was apparently taking the US by storm and was about to be released in the UK. The book reviewer said it was a bunch of typical American nonsense about how thinking positive would change your life. I thought, huh, sounds kind of good to me, and I bought it straight away. It was called The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. And I'm guessing that you've either read it or heard about it, as it has now sold over 35 million copies and been translated into something like 52 languages. At that point, with two young kids under tow, I hadn't read much of anything since the Celestian Prophecy, which I talked about back in episode one. But The Secret was the book that officially catapulted me into the wonderful world of woo-woo, and I have been a personal growth book junkie ever since. In 2006, I never thought once about quantum physics and had certainly never heard of the law of attraction. But as soon as I read in The Secret, 
that my thoughts carry an energetic frequency that attracts into my life what I'm thinking about. It sounded crazy, and yet it was like some deep inner knowing was going, yes, yes, this makes sense. I remember an analogy in this book of being like a human transmission tower, and whatever signal I'm giving out, I'm also receiving back. I actually began to imagine that I had an aerial coming out of the top of my head, and I wanted to keep my thoughts positive, so I'd be giving out and receiving back positivity. I took the secret with me on holiday to Tuscany, and by the pool, I wrote down the three-step creative process of ask, believe, receive. I wrote down what I wanted to ask for, that's step one. Then I had to believe it to be true, like absolutely trust that it's already mine, that's step two. And then step three is to receive. In order to receive, I simply needed to get into receiving mode by feeling good. I remember so well that at this point, my son Max, who would have been six in 2006, asked me what I was doing, and I began telling him about this book called The Secret, and they ask, believe, receive. He was super interested. So I said, okay, Max, what is something that you would really love to get or to happen? And he said, oh, I really want for my new shelves to be up in my room when we get back from holiday, and for my books and my stereo to be all set up on my shelves. I was thinking, oh, damn, why did he need to pick something so far-fetched? He had been obsessed with getting these groovy red shelves that we'd ordered from a furniture store, and the order had been delayed and delayed for weeks, and just as we were leaving for the airport, the boxes had been delivered. So Max wanted us to put them up straight away, and I was like, your dad is going to need tools and time to put these together, and we don't have time now. Let's go. But here by the pool, he decided that this is what his dream was, to get back from holiday, and they were all magically put up. Hmm... He did the next step, which was believe this will happen. And he wanted to know what step three was. And I was like, well, you need to believe that it, you will receive. And he was like, yeah, I believe I will receive. <laughs> anyway, like I said, I wished he'd chosen that at least stood a chance. Well, when we got back from holiday, we were lugging the bags into the house. And I didn't even notice that the boxes for the shelving were no longer inside of the front door. I suddenly heard a big whoop of joy from Max in his bedroom. And when I went up, my jaw hit the ground. His shelves were all put together with his stereo and books arranged. <laughs> it turns out our cat sitter, babysitter, Eline, had seen the boxes, knew how long Max had been waiting for them, found the toolbox, and put them together for him. Well, if you want to create a manifesting machine, teach a young kid about the law of attraction. Kids don't have that contrasting energy that comes with wanting something, but not quite believing it's going to happen. They're on the same vibrational frequency of what they want with no interference. They believe in the magic of Santa Claus, so they're certainly going to believe in the law of attraction. I ended up getting myself a daily calendar of the secret with one message per day from the book and really got into asking for what I wanted and attracting it into my life too. I'd always really been doing that naturally anyway, and I, I won stuff all the time. I have won a trip to New York, a trip to the Bahamas, countless raffles and prize drawings. I believed I was a winner ever since I won a prize at the fair in Minnesota as a young girl, and my grandpa had called me his lucky charm. So when I enter competitions, I believe I will win them. I think of myself as very lucky, and I am. In 2012, Rhonda Byrne wrote her follow-up book to The Secret called The Magic, and of course, I got that one too. 
This time it was a fun and hands-on book with 28 days of different writing prompts to do, which is right up my alley, so I jumped in eagerly. One morning, Max, who was now 12, walked in when I was doing that day's exercise and it was called the magic check. The idea was that you photocopied this blank check to the universe and filled it in with any amount you believed you could receive, and then you trust that it's on its way without getting impatient. Max was up for it, and we each filled in our checks. I can't even remember how much mine was for, but he wrote 350 euros on his. We were living in Madrid at the time. He kept that check on his bedside table for so many months that it finally got soggy with some spilt water, and then he moved it to his bulletin board above his desk. I remember him asking me only once, hey, I haven't gotten that money yet. And I reminded him that you need to trust that it's coming when the time is right and keep believing. And he was like, okay. (laughs) Meanwhile, I didn't even know where my check was. But clearly, I was not on the same frequency of believing as he was because bloody hell, two years after writing out his check to the universe, he won a big leadership award for international students studying at American schools in Europe. He was presented on stage with a check for $500. It was a fake check for the stage presentation, and he was then given the real check written out in euros for 369 euros. (laughs) Pretty damn close to the 350 euros he'd set his heartfelt intention on receiving two years earlier. Maybe that was with a little added interest. I took a photocopy of both checks side by side, and I'll post them on my Instagram and Facebook for you to see. It does show, though, that we ask and we want to believe And then we get impatient and think it's not working, or maybe we never believed it in the first place. Max showed what happens when you just keep on believing and staying on the vibration of positive expectation. I went on to buy him his own book called The Secret to Teen Power for his 13th birthday. That's by the same author as The Secret and the Magic, Rhonda Byrne. I picked up several practices from reading the magic and doing the daily prompts. I still write paid with thanks on every bill and invoice I pay. If we're like, oh geez, money out, these bills I gotta pay, then that's the energy we're putting out about spending money, and it'll be the energy that's around receiving money too. I say thank you as each foot touches the floor when I get out of bed in the morning, and I say thank you for the hot water that cascades over me in my shower, and just thank you, thank you, thank you all day long for the things I'd otherwise just take for granted. I definitely got that from reading the magic. I also love creating vision boards and dreaming up what I'd love to see manifested into my life. I first got that idea from The Secret. I'll do a future episode on vision boarding and share how and why they've worked for me and for Max. Max, by the way, is now nearly 21 years old and working in Brussels for a year before returning for his final year for his international relations and politics degree. I can see firsthand how a young adult who lives with this kind of self belief and a belief that things will always work out, has made him go for it in incredible ways. So it's not just about sitting around and waiting for things to happen. It's about dreaming big and believing anything is possible, and then taking inspired actions and being open to the magic that unfolds from there. The law of attraction is one of those things where people seem to be in one of three camps. They either believe it, love it, works like magic, manifesting machines, and I'd say I'm in that camp. And then there's the sounds like a load of BS to me camp, who wouldn't even bother with it. And then there's the 
want to believe it and kind of dabble in it, but the results are pretty hit and miss and they aren't sure. Unfortunately for those in the BS camp, they don't stand a chance with this because you've got to believe to receive. So they're always going to keep approaching life in the hard way, thinking that you have to effort your way into getting what you want, which is an exhausting and frustrating way to live. And kind of sad for the kids of these people because they don't have a model for how important it is to keep an open, curious, positive mind. They end up caught in the collective worries and downward spiral emotions without tools for keeping their own vibes high. What you need to realize is it's not hocus pocus. It's actually quantum physics. I didn't get any of what I'm about to say from reading The Secret back in 2006, but I have since broadened my understanding of the law of attraction so it's not just this kind of believe in Santa Claus kind of thing. It can be kind of hard to wrap our heads around at first, but it's a scientific fact that everything on this planet and beyond is made up of vibrating particles of energy. The law of vibration states that anything that exists in our universe, whether seen or unseen, consists of pure energy or light and exists as a vibrational frequency or pattern. Even things that appear solid, like the chair you're sitting on, are in fact made up of particles which are vibrating against each other, causing resistance and making it impossible to pass through each other. Your chair is actually pulsating with energy, as is every other solid appearing item that you can see or touch as you look around you right now. Even the colors you perceive are a vibration of a particular frequency. And sound? is nothing more than the vibrations that your brain has translated in order to make sense of it. Just like the law of gravity, you don't have to physically see or understand the law of vibration in order to trust that it's there and doing its thing. Think back to before the invention of the electron microscope. People would have called you bonkers if you'd told them that small creatures lived on the skin of all human beings. Why? Because they couldn't see them. Once it was proven that our skin is indeed covered with crawling, living bacteria, it became an accepted fact. With gravity, we're never able to actually see it, but enough scientists have finally proved it as fact, and now it's accepted without doubt. Our frame of knowledge is constantly changing as science shows us new truths. As we advance in quantum physics, truths a lot of people would label crazy right now will become as normal as the law of gravity. So if you're willing to accept that everything is vibrational energy, the next part of this to grasp is that this includes you. You are energetically vibrating at a changing rate depending on your emotional, mental, and physical states. You can actually alter your own vibration by changing the way you think, which affects the way you feel. Your emotions carry a vibrational frequency. Your energies and the energies of others are collectively relating to each other every single moment. If you begin to pay attention, you'll notice how often you pick up on the invisible energies of others and them to yours, both positively and negatively. This is where the law of attraction comes in. The law of attraction means like attracts like. Whatever frequency you are vibrating at is attracting back a similar vibration. Again, going back to science, vibrations of similar frequency are drawn together. Think about two droplets of water that are slowly moving towards each other. As they eventually get close enough, they attract each other and become one droplet of water instead of two separate ones. This occurs because they're of a like vibration. 
Now, think about a droplet of water and a droplet of oil. No matter how close you put them together, they will not become one with each other. This is because their vibrations are too different from one another. This is the idea that the law of attraction is based on. If you want to bring about something into your life, begin vibrating at a frequency that is congruent to your desired reality so that you will attract, not repel it. Conversely, pay attention to when you're vibrating at a low frequency so you are not attracting low-vibe people and situations into your life. When your vibrational frequencies are of love and joy, passion, enthusiasm, even good old contentment, you will wake up each day and put your best self forward in all that you do and whoever you're with, and it won't matter that life isn't perfect. All you ever really need to do is focus on feeling good and keeping your vibrational energy on a higher level in whatever small ways you can each day. I call these my high vibe practices. The key is to keep your vibes high as you're waiting for the things and experiences and people you wish to come into your life. Impatience and frustration are, of course, low vibe emotions. That energy will not be a vibrational match to what you desire and you're inadvertently repelling the very thing you were trying to attract. This is also where you need to practice non-attachment to the outcome. This or something better is my affirmation, because maybe there's something better out there than what my mind can even imagine right now. Or maybe I need to have a different experience for my highest good. I am really grateful that I read The Secret and the Magic all of those years ago, as it really opened me up to paying attention to my thoughts and being aware that I'm receiving back what I'm giving out. There are now so many different books on the law of attraction and courses too, and in fact, I nearly created my own law of attraction course, but then I was stopped in my tracks by a message that came through, I now think of it as a divine intervention, that told me that the law of attraction is only one small part of a much bigger picture. So many people have latched onto the popularity of the law of attraction, which is such a great start, but if they only focus on that part of it, they miss out on everything else. And there is so much more. I teach about this in my High Vibe Journey program. It's not about having to be in a good mood and all rah-rah and positive every moment of the day. It's about honoring all emotions without labeling them as good or bad. But also understanding that your predominant vibes are attracting into your life whatever you're giving out. It goes back to having that antenna attached to your head. When you are caught up in endless worries or frustrations over things that are out of your control, you are fighting against reality and making life so much harder for yourself. Pay much more attention to your emotions and use them as your indicator. I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself here in the story because I didn't actually get any of that when I first read The Secret, and it was only over time and playing with it and reading more and learning about it that I finally grasped the quantum physics energy element of it. I will share what helped me with this in future episodes. What the secret and the magic really opened up for me was the immense power of gratitude as a practice and really focusing so much more deliberately on all there is to be deeply appreciative of every day and every moment. Dear listener, relax your forehead. Take a deep breath in and let it out with a sigh. Keep breathing as you reflect on these questions. 
I will include a worksheet of journal prompts in the show notes so you don't have to write these down and you can go deeper with them in your own time when you're ready. What is something in your life now that you once dreamed of? The home you're living in? A special someone or something? Say a silent thank you as you hold a deep and renewed sense of appreciation for it in your heart right now. Now, what is something that you'd love to see manifested in your life? Whatever first springs to mind is perfect. You can always choose something else next time. You got it? Okay, focus on your heart. Breathe through your heart space and say thank you as if it's already your reality. Keep saying thank you and feeling that energy in your heart for a few moments more. I hope you're smiling right now. Now, think of your mind as having an antenna attached to it. Whatever you're thinking about carries a frequency, and you are attracting back whatever you're giving out. What kind of thoughts and emotions would you most love to put out into the world and receive back today? I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Project Me podcast. You can download the page of journaling prompts in the show notes or from the podcast section at myprojectme.com. I'm going to take next week off and create my own home retreat since my Ibiza retreat from last April, which was rescheduled to October, has been postponed again. I'll record another episode next week from my home retreat and tell you what I'm up to. The final round of my High Vibe Journey program starts on November 2nd and enrollment is officially open. Sophie said, I really don't know how to put into words how much I've loved the High Vibe Journey. I'd felt stressed and overwhelmed by work, homeschooling, dealing with lockdown, and the worries associated with COVID. Now the weight has been lifted and I feel able to let go, trust, and let my life flow. I've had some profound insights which I would have never dreamed of before. I now feel I have the tools to support me in moments when my vibes are low. If you, like I did, are looking at this course and thinking, should I do this or do I have time? I would say to follow your heart and sign up. Thank you, Sophie. You can read more testimonials and personal stories from the women who've done the high vibe journey and don't miss out on my early bird special. Join by October 26th and get a very special bonus, six months of free Project We membership. Get all of the details at myprojectme.com in the courses and workshops section. Good karma comes to those who share the Project Me podcast or leave a positive rating or review. I am so grateful. Until next time, open your mind, open your heart, and stay curious. We all need some space in our lives for the magical and unknown.